Hi everyone and welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast. So today I want to talk about billable hours because I, I have a lot of discussions with um, aspiring consultants, sometimes clients of Deloitte, um, Ernest & Young, KPMG and so on. And I have discussions with candidates who are in business schools going into McKinsey and obviously, you know, my network of our uh, current clients at McKinsey and BCG and partners and so on. And I find that a lot of people misunderstand the problem with billable hours. We talk about it like it's evil for the wrong reasons. And we insult the accounting firms for using billable hours purely because if the accounting firms are using it, it can't be good. Or if lawyers are using it, it cannot be good. And I want to talk about the differences between an accounting firm and a legal firm and, and a consulting firm and why the billable hour concept was used and why it's not used at strategy firms. And the differences are completely not what you think they are. So let's just talk about this, right? In the billable hour concept, you have a um, uh, whatever senior consultant, consultant at, for example, Deloitte, who is going to be measured on the amount of hours that he has billed to a client, uh, as and uh, and they basically would work that out as a percentage of the total hours he could have billed out. So you know, people have 77% billable hours, 87% billable hours, 80%, 88. Some people have over 100% billable hours. Don't know how they did that, but they probably billed two clients. So it raises ethical questions. But anyway, so the billable hour concept is not bad. You have to charge clients for the work you do. Uh, McKinsey and BCG are not profit averse they charge a lot of money for the work they do so so you know when when people say well billable hours forces you to put profits first nah that's not what it does because i can assure you when the mckinsey partners are sitting there and deciding if you're going to serve a client they're not going to do it unless it's going to deliver a lot of profits now or profits at some time as part of their master plan so if billable hours is not bad because of the emphasis on profitability. Why is it bad? Okay, let, let's just compare the differences between a legal firm, an accounting firm, and a a consulting firm, right? First obvious difference is a legal firm and an accounting firm are heavily regulated. A lot of mandates, a lot of charters, a lot of professional bodies tracking the work they do, and there's a lot of... Um, um, guidelines in terms of being able to benchmark the performance of different consultants, uh, different lawyers, and different um, accounting firms. You know, you know when, an, when a law, when a legal firm wins, the law, the judge decides he wins, right? You know when an accounting firm does a good job because the standards bodies in different countries will not penalize the firm for the work done. Consulting is very different. There is no transparent way of assessing performance. Which is why it's such a lucrative industry and everyone jumps into it, right? You can move in there saying you're doing a good work and no one will know. Now, when you're in an organization where there is transparency on benchmarking performance, relative transparency, I'm sure some lawyers will tell you their performance is not transparent, but when there's relative transparency, it is a lot easier to know how each person is performing and therefore it is a lot easier for 
the different project teams say, hey, let's put Michael onto our project before because he's performing well, right? In consulting, it's a little bit harder to do that. Uh, Kinsey and so on will tell you it's easy, but it's not easy because there's no global standard. Now, that's not the reason why billable hours is bad. Now, here's the reason why billable hours are bad. When you put the responsibility of bringing in revenue onto a onto an analyst and an associate, you're putting the responsibility of sales, in inverted commas, onto people who are not mature enough, professional enough, and I would say sensitive enough to manage the process. What do I mean by that? Well, a young associate who's terrified of losing his job, or a young senior consultant who's terrified of losing his job straight out of business school at Deloitte, doesn't understand the nuances of how to explain the decisions to clients. He will do whatever is possible to get his, his billable hours up, even if it's going to hurt someone in the short term. He doesn't matter to him. Right? So what, the, what firms who use billable hours are saying is that, well, because we are in a profession that is standardized, regulated, relatively more bench, uh, transparent, and you know, we can we know what's good and bad. It's okay if our people pursue billable hours, because if they pursue billable hours at the expense of quality, it will eventually show up in lost cases. It will eventually show up in, um, you know. Um, being reprimanded by the audit committees, uh, by the um, designating bodies that control the quality of audits. So, in an audit and a legal profession, the billable hour system can work, and it does work, because people can pursue billable hours, right? They are okay to go out and pursue it, because firstly, they know what good looks like, and secondly, if they start pursuing revenue at the expense of high-quality work, they'll know pretty quickly if the quality is dropping because they'll see it through the um, very transparent way those two professions are run. Now, when the accounting firms went into consulting, they took this model with them. Because it worked in accounting, why won't we make it work in consulting? But it doesn't work in consulting for this reason. There's no transparency. You don't know when a consulting project is doing well. If you have two senior consultants at Deloitte, Ch I'm using Deloitte as an example. I'll apply to any firm that uses billable hours. Um, if if two consulting firms, if two senior consultants are pursuing billable hours at the expense of a client, you're only going to know the work is bad if a client really complains. And even if a client really complains, it's, in legal speak, hearsay because there's no transparent system to compare performance. Yeah, consultants always say, oh, we're very good at doing it, but actually you're not good at doing it. That is why most professions have these boards and standards and benchmarks. Now, there is another reason why billable hours is a bad idea. Bullable hours doesn't encourage teamwork. It encourages a pattern of behavior where every junior person is looking out for themselves. 
if you're pursuing billable hours, you're not pursuing teamwork. You are doing things that is going to give you the highest billable hour at the end of the day. There's another reason billable hours is a bad idea. The young consultants are not responsible for sales, right? You think about this model, right? You sell $20 million worth of work in an office. But the $20 million hours of the 20 million dollars of work only leads to on average if you had to if you put everyone under the project equally it would lead to 80% across the office billability right now the billable hour concept is bad for two reasons here one if the partners sell too little work the associates and the younger people shouldn't be punished that they cannot be staffed onto it right third which is a far bigger issue for me is since when do we allow the associates and analysts to determine what projects they need to be on because an analyst and an associate or senior consultant whatever you want to call them they're going to do things to increase their billable hours versus being put onto projects that are important for their personal development right so when you are thinking of billable hours, remember this. Billable hours will work in professions that are standardized, transparent, very, very open to benchmarks. Global bodies are reviewing. In other words, it works in a profession where a winner, where good performance and bad performance is universally known. It's like watching a game of football and you don't know if someone's winning. That's what consulting is like. When you go in, no one knows if the consultants have done a good job. But in the audit profession, legal profession, you go into battle. Yeah, the judge rules, the audit committee rules, and so on. So you know you're doing good or bad. In that case, billable hours can work. Because if billable hours lead to poor performance, you get punished. You lose cases. But, but... Even within that situation, the problem with billable hours is it doesn't encourage teamwork, which is a big issue. And second, it leads to people taking making decisions that lead to billable hours rather than leading to their own development. And personally, you know, it's like giving birth to your kid and saying, here's a spear guard and catch your own food. Uh, that's not the role of the partners. The role of any partner is to protect the individual so that they can focus on their development and later on when they understand the culture of the firm when they understand how to make decisions then they can decide how they're going to allocate their time to to develop their billable hours when you hand over accountability for billable hours to a junior person you're basically saying you're on your own and i don't think that is correct in fact we know it leads to problems so billable hours is not inherently more profit focused than McKinsey or BCG, that model, no. The problem with billable hours is who it makes profit focus. It makes a junior person who is not equipped to handle those demands and not equipped to be able to judge between projects to make those very same calls that are going to be detrimental in the long term. So when you think about billable hours, it's not bad just because it existed in an accounting firm. I can see why they do it. I probably, if I ran an accounting firm, I probably wouldn't do it in exactly that model, but there are reasons for it, and it makes sense in the legal and accounting profession. But in other professions, no. For the very simple fact that there's no transparency. There's, you know, things are different when you have this sort of buffer pushing back and, and transparently assessing performance.
So if you're in a firm that is forcing you to focus on billable hours, you can't really get away from it, right? If there's not enough work to go around, you're going to lose anyway. You're going to get punished because some partner somewhere didn't sell enough work, right? And second, you shouldn't be fighting those battles anyway. You're too young to be making those calls. And you're ultimately going to make bad calls just to get your billable hours up, even if you're learning nothing of value. So when you're thinking about these decisions, don't just belittle the billable hour concept. It can work, and it has been known to work, but it works better in some professions, and it definitely wouldn't work in you know pure strategy consulting because of the behavior it forces you to exhibit. As always, I'll be looking forward to comments and questions.